everyone. Good morning, afternoon, night, wherever we are coming to you from. Um, we are back with our new style segment. I hope you all like it. I need to ask and make sure that everyone likes this format, but we enjoyed recording it. So I think if we're having fun, you guys will think it's super fun. But if you don't, you know, just DM us or I'll set up a poll or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Let us know, honey. Aaron, have you embarked on Post Malone's new do you album? Like listen to music, Aaron. Aaron, do you like music? What is music? Like, what is can music you define to you? it? Have you listened to it? I. You're gonna really not be proud of me. Oh. But I, I've literally listened to three songs, probably. Okay. Do you like them? Yeah, they're they're not bad. Which ones did you like? I can't remember. Okay. You that's see, okay. It's new to you. It's okay. See, My phone's dead too, so if I could go back and try to find it, I wouldn't be able to. I, but no, I have listened to it. I'm not a big. I don't know. I love Post Malone, but I just feel like I'm not a huge fan. Like I feel like I was never. I feel like um. Senior year, he came. Um, what was it? Ugh, oh yeah. Beers and uh, beer beers bongs and, and Bentley, yeah, beer yes. bongs and Bentley. Bentleys. I like that album a lot. I. But I feel like that, that was just album. like the peak of my like. I loving think, Post Malone. No, you know I, I, mean? I think I think a lot of people would agree with you on that, and that is the album that he went on his first like actual like tour with. I think. Oh really? I mean, an actual tour that everyone wanted to like go to before. <laughs> That was not shade at post, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere like a couple of years ago, and so that was like a big deal for him. And so I was very excited to see him or to listen to his new album. It's called Hollywood's Bleeding. That's um, a cool name. It's a really cool name. I think I love that. Hollywood's just like bleeding. I like when there's interesting titles. I remember. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Are you guys shocked that all I talk about is Taylor Swift? But when her um, song titles came out, I was like so excited to hear them because the names mm-hmm. were so different. Anyway, that, that is so true. Like, I no. feel like the names. The of songs, names get you excited. No, about they do. The music. Well, I think his uh, the whole album is cool, and I think it I think the whole basis is around like living in LA and the culture there. But so I listened to the f- album in full. I've listened to the songs a lot. He has a lot of um, people that are featured in this album like he has a lot of rappers Ozzy Osbourne is in one of his songs which is really funny have you listened to that one Aaron? no wait it's really serious? funny yeah you should listen to I it I truly in the least it has, way oh my gosh. did not know Ozzy wait. Osbourne was still alive Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott are featured in this Post Malone song and it is called Take What You Want I don't no think copyright. we can. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't. I wish don't we could. Don't sue us, Post Malone. I wish we were a radio we're station, but we are not there yet. We could be friends, but we're definitely poor. It would be really fun if we were a radio station. Maybe we should work towards Maybe. that. I There's would, no comment box. I, I think no, we should do be. it. It would be. Oh, so, you know, they thrive. go through crazy. I would training. thrive. They go through crazy training. They have to like know all these different transitions and like yeah. different computer techniques that like I've never witness but like I learned about that where did I learn about that it's like crazy even here well I, I say even here they're like a real radio station but they're like students learning it versus like professionals it's so impressive like the amount of stuff that they know and do yeah crazy it gotta start really somewhere cool. but truth yeah. but anyway his I listened to the album in full he features a lot of people on it it's a whole thing but 
I hate to say it, it's not my favorite piece by him. Really? Oh, no. just that song or no, that just whole the album? album in general? I think I like some of the songs a lot, and I think he's like really, really artistic and interesting as yeah. a human being, and I think I love his voice. However, I felt like I think I just liked Beer Bongs and Bentley's way more. Yeah. Can I talk about like an artist's evolution? I feel like is really common with everybody. I don't know if it's the industry or whatnot, but what I've noticed is like they start off super like their music super raw and then someone comes in and is like eh, let's tweak this people will like this more and then they like rise up a little bit they're doing great they kind of get noticed and then they're like at peak popularity they make their best stuff and then someone kind of comes in and tries to tell them like you should do it like this you yeah. should do it like that that always happens and they were always good to begin with and then it's just like no go back to what you used to do and then they kind of like well, plummet also, a little, and then they just get way better because they realize yeah. like I was better before. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe well, that's I also just a feel thing. like, I mean, I don't know. I don't write music, and I'm not. I don't either. An but. artist, but I feel like a lot of artists try to like, they have their own style, and I feel like from the songs that I've heard, like he still has that style. But I feel like as an like a music artist, you kind of have to like go out of your comfort zone sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes it completely fails, and sometimes it's amazing. You no, know, for sure. I and I don't think it's a fail at all. This album, I just thought. Oh, I it's think, definitely. I mean, oh, I I can't really speak for the whole thing because I haven't listened to the whole thing. I just hadn't. But I don't know. I I was so excited for it that maybe I overhyped it too much. But I mean, I still <laughs> like it. I listen to it. I listen to a lot of the songs. I bet he's a sweet guy. I just. Wanna- I no. I think he's the sweetest Lexi, guy. Lexi, that was the most like condescending. I bet I he's just him. a sweet guy though. So it's okay. You know, not and about like, oh, his music sucks. I bet he's such a sweet guy. Like, I bet he really is like a nice guy. From what, from the interviews I've watched and me pretending like I know him. Right, I do that. He's all the time. such a chill dude. Like he really? just has fun. It is so funny. Like joys his life. Watching interviews or like stalking like. Mm-hmm. famous people and just like seriously thinking you know them like before this we were talking about the Emmys I was on Twitter and I saw a video of Kim Kardashian and um, Kendall Jenner like presenting an award but they're like talking and I think Kim Kardashian was like you know as like a reality TV person like our family knows what it's like to be real people and have authentic you know Hogs or I don't know exactly what she said, but it ended up people were laughing at them for like saying that it was like authentic content, and then like Shocking. Shelby or not Shelby but Lexi she was and then Kendall Jenner like kind of made a face and Kendall I mean um, Lexi yes. was like you can see her personality in her eyebrows her eyebrows if you notice I've studied her for a very long time because I don't know that she's like an authentic person or anything but everyone Shame. definitely. I don't know that. That's why I'm going to say I don't think she is because I'm unsure. I don't know, Kendall. If you're out there, you might be a lovely gal and I would love to meet you. I have no idea. You're like way beyond my realm of society. But (laughs) I just noticed in the medias that Kendall's eyebrows are more expressive than anything that is like inanimate it's not like an inanimate object it's like connected to her body but those things are like they have their own like personality i feel like they're just so well manicured who does her eyebrows i need to i need to know no i think kendall's 
extremely of all the sisters if you watch the show but even if you don't watch the show and you just like follow her on social media or just see her in the media like she is extremely hard to read like i can't i think you'd have to meet her to know not her eyebrows though not her eyebrows you i think any (laughs) any famous person i think you wouldn't know them until you met them obviously like actually know them but she is very hard to like understand or like i can't gauge her no and like i was watching see i'm i've been watching I think you know, it's season 15 that I'm watching right now on Hulu, just mm-hmm. for, you know, fun times and giggles. <laughs> but, <laughs> I love keeping but, up with the Kardashians. No, yeah. I, it's my guilty pr- pleasure. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Kendall's just, like, there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like she's never really... Which, maybe she just doesn't want to be a part of it, which I completely understand. I think I she's just not as expressive as all the other sisters filmed, on it, so it, that's why... I say like that I can't. That is true. I don't. I can't yeah. gauge her because she. Just, and that's fine. I think she's more reserved than them. But yeah, my she's biggest just thing. A yeah, my biggest thing with the keeping up with the Kardashians and people always having something to say about yes. the Kardashians. Yeah. Is that even us? <laughs> even us. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kendall. Um, <laughs> all I can say is that I don't like it when people give them flack when they've never actually watched a show because I think you learn a lot about them and their lives and all the hard work they do to be where they are and how talented they are in so many ways yeah and if you don't watch a show you wouldn't know that it's true yeah it's no and I was literally educate yourself um it was like one episode whenever Scott introduces, um, well, I, I guess his ex now, Sophia, to the kids, and Courtney like blows up. She was like, "You have no respect for me." And Scott goes to Chris to talk about it. And you know, reality TV, you don't know what's really authentic and what's you know, like not. I mean, you never know. But Chris was like giving him really good advice, and she was like, "Listen, like." here's the side of Courtney, like, I've been on that side, I was divorced, and, like, it's really hard, and, like, listening to Chris and, like, the advice that she gave him, like, I learned a little bit of something, you know what I mean? No, it's exactly. Like, it's, like, weird things that you wouldn't think you needed, Yeah. but it really, like, I don't know. That's a valid point. They're just very, like, they're so smart and, like, obviously business, but so many other ways, and I learned so much about the world of media and makeup and everything that they do I've learned so much by watching their show and seeing the behind the scenes of it and then not to mention they're so funny to watch oh and God, so I entertaining Chloe. like I love Chloe. I've watched it since beginning of high school middle school yeah oh, I, I love that show for, I used to watch okay do you know um like with like the I think it was like Com- we had Comcast or whatever and the remote would have last and so you could go to like the like previous channel that you're watching mm-hmm. while well, I would come home at like 3:30 <laughs> from school or like 2:30 and my mom got home at 5:30 so I had like 2 to 3 hours of watching whatever I wanted to be you know <laughs> a scandalous little you know a little 10-year-old Aaron, me or whatever a little girly cat and I would sit there and I have the Kardashians or Jersey Shore playing. Jersey Shore is oh the my gosh! Show but my mom aired. would come in and I would switch it to Disney Channel and be like, "Oh my god, I love the show, Disney Channel, yeah!" And then she would leave the room and I would switch it back to either Keeping Up the Kardashians or like Jersey Shore. Erin is reporting time- this from jail. Um, <laughs> she's no longer a part of day to day society. No, but she literally—I remember one time she caught me watching it and she was like what the heck she's like you do not need what to be watching this like you were blah 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 years old but then we ended up watching it together like later on and it was a good time so mm-hmm. I know we have some girlies slash 
men in our lives that are working people, working women, working men. And I found something to spice up your day-to-day routine. If you're feeling a little bored, you've been working a long time, or you just started a new job and you're kind of hitting the lull as we do about a month into work. Um, fun little things that you can have at your desk. Um, I like love the aesthetic. Like I feel like if you're in an environment that's fun, you're going to have fun. No, yeah, for sure. So I don't know. Like I try and make my space happy and like You have fun. a really cute room. Like I've never been to it, but I Thank see you. pictures of it all the time. And I'll I love bring it. you. We'll go on a room tour. It's not much to see. You room can really tour. just look around, but um, you just look around. You just kind of look around. You get the gist. But um, I really like believe if you make like a fun space, then your life is fun, and it's just true. So anyway, whether you're a believer in this or not, this is an interesting thing. I found like a portable USB humidifier that you charge your phone and it's like and it's an essential oil diffuser and there's like a little thing that you can stick on the back of your computer that holds your phone and like little notes and so like if you make like tasks throughout the day and you also want your phone up there to like see when you're getting a phone call it's like a great little organizing tool so there's just like a cute few things on BuzzFeed that they have, like arm pads to put on your chair. Like that's a little extra, but if your chairs at work are like super uncomfortable, you don't want to pay for like another chair and like I feel be like crazy. My chair was too comfortable at work, I'd fall asleep. Exactly. Like I think it's good for the elbows though. You know, it's give those puppies a break. And then there's like a cute little waving inflatable tube man. Like how cute he is. It's like a mini one? Yeah. He's oh, that's like so cute. He's like having a time at your desk. Anyway, there's like cute stuff too, like a, mu- a mug warmer. Knew this trick, but if you're making hot tea, hot cocoa, or coffee, if you uh, get a mug, put water in it, and put it in the microwave, it'll heat the mug up so it stays yes. hot longer. Do you know that Starbucks Never knew does that? that? Some oh, of the really? Starbucks locations have like the keep in store cups or keep in coffee house cups I think they call it I don't know and they do this in Europe where they preheat it I know because I used to work as a barista and they would make you use the steamer and you heat the inside of the mug and that's how like you know when you're at a coffee shop and you drink it there it's always so much warmer than when you're at home mm-hmm. it's because they use the steamer and they steam the inside of the cup so that it's flaming hot and then they put hot contents in it so it retains the heat science so do it at home did you do it at did home. you enjoy being a barista uh, I wasn't like a hundred percent barista. It was like some shifts. I started at like a new restaurant that was like okay. up and coming. So like I would pick up the shifts that nobody covered um, because I was one of the new staff people. But I bartended a little bit. I basically like cleaned cups and because I was like eighteen and. Um, I barista so I learned a lot about making your own stuff at home that's actually cheaper than like going places like going to Starbucks I say that as I bought Starbucks today but like whatever (laughs) and um, yeah I worked at a dessert bar and there's like certain ways you can cut cakes so that they like don't fold or flop so like little stuff that you can learn like that you don't realize you're gonna use later for like making people comfortable in your own home like stuff like that those are really cool lessons to learn and like I think I've always said like I really at some point in my life want to like 
work or learn more about coffee and like tea and how yeah. all that stuff's made because I think that's such a skill to have is to be able yeah. to like well, know. Well, it's helpful at home. Yeah, and it's such it's like it's such a niche skill. Yeah, that's what we're trying to say. It's such I a it's a real it's a really cool it's coffee to me is such an art. It, that would be so yeah like interesting to know more about it and how it works and how to make like yeah I'm not like an artist but like yeah. I can make you a good a good brew from right. Time to time. Just, Just call me just you know you home. know more about it. I don't think people because some people drink like if you go to Starbucks it's so normalized to get yeah XYZ and you don't even think about how it's made or what they're That's doing because really it's just Starbucks yeah. but if you Very go to point. you know a fruity little coffee shop mm-hmm. that's all has a bunch of couches and it's all cozy and, and the people that are running it are like local or they own it or whatever yeah. it's it's so like the vibe and just the coffee itself is yeah. made so much differently well yeah. yeah it's less of like an assembly line Right. Which, like, Starbucks has to do that because they serve billions of people. Exactly. But it's less... And I don't even know that they do it any better or worse. I haven't worked at Starbucks in general, but the restaurant I worked in was definitely more like that. It was, like, sit down. Just more... Couches, yeah. like... More... All this. More kids. It's just it's it's such it's such an art. I think coffee's really cool. Coffee and being art. a bartender would be really interesting. Just learning about how like just yeah. being knowledgeable about stuff like that is so cool. It helps to your people skills. Like you talk so to people much. that are just really different than you all the time and yeah. you get like new perspectives. I used to love working there. It was terrible hours because I used to work after school, but I liked one of the bonuses was working after hours and meeting people that were like getting off work and they would tell you, you know, I used to do this for my job and now I'm doing this or like how they move through their field and just yeah. stuff people talk about because they just want to get it off their chest like while you're bartending for them and no like, it's cool being, and that just gives you so much skill and just being street smart and I feel like that's the best thing you highly can recommend ever and this is like a good life tip I'll bring in a life tip with this is if you work in a restaurant I know I always do this but like if you work in a restaurant like you have so much appreciation for if your food comes out late, if something's made uh, wrong. Yeah. Sure. It's not your waiter. It's not, you know, you just understand those little, and I know everyone gets that, but you really get it when oh, you exactly. are the one who has to deal with the repercussions. And that's true with like anything in life. Like if you have to deal with the repercussions of it, you're like, wow, this really does yeah. suck. Like that people treat you this way because of somebody else's work. And like, it helps you be more of a team with people. Yeah. It's very helpful in life. Especially with sure. tips, man. I, and oh, that's tips. nice. Tips if you leave People, like, if they're just the worst waiter or waitress ever, then, like, I understand if you don't leave them a good tip. Fair. If you just, like, don't leave a tip at all. Oh, my God. That's so annoying. That is the worst. Like, I don't think people understand, like. the worst thing you can do, I swear. Like, wait, I feel like more people have, like, kind of made this, like, a notice of, like, tip your waiter or waiter or waitress. Because they literally get paid, what, like, $2 an hour? Or three dollars an hour. The, yeah, the, how they make their money is based on tips. I read an article that millennials actually tip thirty three percent more than the generation above us. I so. believe that. Though. Yeah, I no, believe I, that. Yeah, we're doing like just, we're doing good in that area. We are doing good. I just don't. I think a general rule of thumb is that if you can't afford to tip well, then yes. you shouldn't be going don't eat out. Don't go out. Cook your own meals. Like that's no, just exactly. how. That's the way. It, and it's different. Like in Europe, they don't like giving them any a, over a 10% tip or any tip at all they're like oh my god like that's crazy that's yeah. just a yes. cultural difference we have but here like the way Well they also they get work, I think they get paid too. They do. They get paid so they way get more. Paid, yeah. So they it's more yeah so that's just extra but here the way our restaurants work oh I can't it's not that the is same. a pet peeve if people tip that or yeah. someone doesn't tip I literally would 
Yeah, like, it's a big turn off. It's a big turn off, dude. It's so frustrating, especially if you're like, oh my gosh, I saw this thing on Twitter. It was like a thirty dollar, like meal, and she didn't even tip at all. Like what? There like, was an actor that went into a club. I'm trying to remember who it is now, but they had bought a thousand or five thousand dollars worth of drinks and who knows like snacks possibly I don't really know what they had bought and they didn't tip this waitress and she I think tweeted about it and it was national news it was a huge thing who was that I'm gonna look it up for y'all but that was like I didn't hear about super nuts and I always want to know like what celebrities are behaving in the way they should because they too. have crazy money some celebrities and you hear about them like robbing a store like yeah you're like yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a weird it's an ironic situation another news <sighs> Ladies, fellas, the people of the young generation. <laughs> um, the young generation. We don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. <laughs> Every generation. How about that? Um, friends had their 25-year anniversary two days ago, and I'm on my third time watching. Oh, my God. Ooh, three times all around. Yes. Friends is the I greatest TV show of so all wholesome. time. It's such a good... So no, it, it's, it's such a, like, a good... Like, good feeling show. Like, if you're sad, watch Friends. If you're happy, watch Friends. Friends is the greatest TV show of all time, and it taught me more about life than any class I'll ever take. That's what I decided. (laughs) Any class I'll ever take. Put it in the book. I know, it really is. And the thing is, the reason why I love Friends so much, it's like every episode is... Like different, but like every everything's just so funny all the time. You know what I mean? Every like it's, there's there's not one episode where I'm like, oh, like it's not that funny. That group of people together is the most talented, like hysterical oh, people. Oh, they did such ever. a great job casting. Ever them. that they're, it's the greatest show of all time. Can it's I, so funny. I um my aunt she named her dog Joey after Joey from Friends, uh, but it's so funny. He literally the dog has the same personality as Joey on Friends. Like he's such a goofball. Whoa! It's so funny. Do you think he knows? Oh, he definitely Joey knows. Oh, yeah, That's for sure. So funny. But um, I was looking at some music news, and Rihanna is now the first female artist in history to have at least 17 songs surpass 300 million streams on Spotify. Pop off, Riri. Um, also, in other news, and, uh, in other news, <laughs> Nicki Minaj is on the babies, not the babies, but the babies <laughs> new song, iPhone that comes out Friday. So, um, widespread panic came out with their New Year's three night run at Flex Theater in Atlanta, December 29th, 30th, and 31st. Tickets go out and are on sale Friday, September 17th at 10 a.m. So widespread panic and i'm just saying that because i'm going to it so i'm going to give a review if you want to meet aaron live in real oh, life yeah. in real time she will be there literally someone Should go we have to a the, meet and greet someone go Let's to the have a meet and greet. i love rihanna because rihanna is so cool because she not only is so talented and beautiful and smart and independent she also has a makeup line dude she does everything that she can dance sing act. incredible she can she's do. She's a businesswoman. She really does it all. She really does. Like she's amazing. She is. Pop off this. She's very cool. Love her. Fenty. 
Fenty. Fenty boo-boo. A girl in my class actually wants to work PR for Fenty, and ever since, I've been, like, super interested in that job. Like, that sounds really no, cool. No, but honestly, the makeup industry is so incredible and huge that you, like, you could do yes. so much. Like That PR way. group I was telling you about, mm-hmm. we might have, like, a guest speaker. If y'all are interested in listening to some business guest speakers, I will totally take notes and tell you what I've learned, because I've learned a lot of interesting things about corporate companies, such as Kohl's. I learned about them last week. And then um, I'm meeting the gap communications head so if you guys are interested in that i'm gonna ask because i love listening to that stuff but anyway but um on uh, in other news robert hunter who was um, a poet and writer and lyricist for the grateful dead for some of their songs sadly passed away monday night um according to the rolling stones there is no cause of death that has been stated but he did go peacefully so that's what they said some count on it so r.i.p but he's grateful so we are shifting to a debatable topic Uh i'm not supposed to be describing what we're doing um can we talk about a controversial do you guys want to talk about a controversial topic and just kind of give your insights so greta thunberg is a swedish native um she's 16 years old and if you know anything about the story she's a huge climate change environmental activist and she took a trip from sweden to new york And her journey took about two weeks on the Atlantic Ocean, where she was protesting the burning of fossil fuels, basically. And recently, she has been protesting in Sweden and had an actual talk at the conference. And adults are very shook up about the way that she speaks to the public. And I want to say... First of all, there is a cultural difference between Swedish people and Americans, and I don't know enough to say exactly what the cultural change is without appropriating their culture, but um, we wanted to talk about, what do you guys think? the environmental changes, people talking about, oh, we need to change this, we need to change that, versus taking action. I know there's a group of men who did a huge project on all Miami beaches and cleared out clutter for their spring break. People who are actually taking action versus protesting. And that's like a big thing. So you can protest an event and then you can take action on it. And I'm not saying that I'm above all of that or that I am actively doing something in society for the environment other than my grandma and I pick up three pieces of trash a day and I use all recyclable materials when I can. But still, I'm not... That's making a difference. It's making a small difference. So, you know, I feel like I can talk on it enough that it's not offensive, I mean, I just feel but like on either side of the spectrum of like what you believe with climate change, I feel like you should just at least have like some respect for the earth to like recycle. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, like what? What does it hurt to recycle? I mean, you know what I mean? Whatever. Right. You know. But why do you think people get offended? Like when adults are offended by, she basically comes at it with a very harsh perspective, saying, you know political figures promise us this they promise us that in regards to environmental change and they don't fall through with it and she's very prominent in politics talking about 
all the promises that were made and aren't received. And she is right. She talks about the earth dying and how important it is for future generations and all that stuff. So I don't know. Where do you where do you draw the line? Where is it important? What do you do to better the situation? People in the media, in my general opinion, often reach out and say, you know, I'm in support of this. I'm in support of that. I'm here for this. I'm here for that. And I'll use Shelby for an example, because Shelby preaches LGBTQ rights and we both do, but we both donate to the Equality Act and we both we both are allies. And that's fair to me because A, I'm doing my part. So B, I can activate for the part that I'm doing. The people that are silently posting, oh my gosh, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. That's like a big topic is like everyone's saying thoughts and prayers with gun violence. And, you know, I'm getting into a lot of political stuff, but it's not political in my opinion. I feel like the environment affects all of us. And I was listening on a podcast the other day where they were talking about how important it is to listen to both sides because if you actively are like, oh, that's how they really feel about it, then maybe you would realize that it's not a governmental issue. So, like, what do you guys what do you guys think? I mean, I, I'm i libertarian. Um, I consider myself libertarian. I am mostly conservative on a lot of topics, you know, economically. Um, but I also think you can do whatever the heck you want. You know what I mean? If you, like, if you want to be gay, be gay. Like, if you want to do your own thing, do your own thing. But don't my whole thing is like do what you want but like don't come a like don't push it on me too much where i'm like you're trying to change my opinion but also like do what you want but like don't coming running back to me whenever it kind of yeah i'm not i feel like that's so like i'm trying to word this in a way where it doesn't sound like i'm like oh like f you and f everyone else no that's the problem is like you don't have to explain the way that you feel without sounding too harsh it's your opinion yeah like i started talking about oh i i don't want it to be like a governmental opinion like it's my opinion i i you know i think also like but like my, my point of that it's like i have a lot of conservative views but i also have like some liberal views but either way whatever spectrum you're like what end of the spectrum you're on like i feel like it's just like being a decent human by like not trashing the earth like if you like just what does it hurt i mean i'm not the best with it but like what does it hurt like by recycling it doesn't like you know what i mean yeah like bettering the environment like what's what's i think yeah what's that gonna i think my my take on this and this doesn't this isn't just for climate change this is for yeah this is for anything i think that a huge issue in the United States that so many other countries like make fun of us for yes. and everybody is always oh my god the United States blah 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 whatever mm-hmm. is because our use of it's the younger generation of all of us and people younger than us are so involved and like or want to be at least in the know of what's going on with our government, with our country, with the environment, with X, Y, Z. The issue is that the way that our country and the media tends to put information out there is absolutely crazy and so, so much different than so many other countries that, but anyway, basically like the whole culture of like Twitter and the way that like- Having your own platform. Having your own platform it's really difficult because all people do is they won't know 
anything about something that's going on and someone I mean every single political figure in this country has a Twitter and uses it like more yeah. than ever yeah. before and more than any other political figures in any other countries that like if if I see a tweet from mm. a governor of whatever and he says he has some huge stance on climate change and he says this one thing and that's the only tweet that's on my Twitter timeline that I see about this thing yeah, yeah. it's gonna sway my opinion oh, yeah. that's exactly that's that what this I'm is what at. this that's means that's exactly okay. What I mean. That's oh my gosh! This, so like this irks me. Yeah. That's so like the it. But my like my issue with that is that it's like when you have all these fifteen year olds that are on Twitter and yeah. they see that one governor's thing and they're it's still, automatically news. It's automatically that. news, and then they automatically comment, tweet back whatever X Y Z to it, and slap back and are like oh my God, blah, 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 like, yeah. and they have this opinion. You can't, that's the thing with our, like, we're not, like, we are not educated enough to be speaking and putting stuff oh, out no. there, and that's why there's so much controversy and fake news and issues with our media in this country. No, amen. 100, like, that's that's, that's a plain that's issue. That's one, why like, there's so much controversy about everything. I, like, I don't care, like, if, I mean, I could, if you, my thing is, like, I love, like, I feel like a lot of people, if they're just, I'm, I'm, I used to be terrible at this, but I'm getting better about, about communicating my, you know, views and stuff like that. I love debating. I love it. I love talking about politics. It's my Shazam. But, like, Shazam. if you are getting all of your information from Twitter, don't talk to me. You have no, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, with some of the stuff, I if I don't, if I don't have... You know, if I don't know about a topic, I won't, like, solely speak on it. I'm not going to give my life for that topic. But, like, I'll be like, no, like, I'll look it up. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you have no other, you know, like, reasoning other than what you found on Twitter, like, that's, it's so annoying. It's so and frustrating. Cause it's, it's like weird. No, it's just frustrating because it's like... Like Shelby's right. If you see something on Twitter and that's the only thing you see on your timeline, it's gonna sway your opinion. You like, it's just like frustrating. Cause like I feel like a lot of people, and especially the, I'm not trying to be like the younger generation, but a lot of people on Twitter. I'm not just gonna. A lot of people on Twitter just see something and then they. It's so easy to say stuff online because you're behind a screen and you can say whatever you want, whatever you want. Um, and it's just like so frustrating because like no one can actually have a sit down conversation that's intelligent and like. I feel like if that was possible, there would be so many more, like, things happening. Well, the other part that... The, the reason that, like, this also is really frustrating, but the reason that it really does happen is, like I said, like, pretty much, like, I see so many governors of different states and senators and all these people that are, like, within the political world in the United States. And then, number one, our president uses Twitter more than any other celebrity or figure yeah. th that you see and so when your president your highest person that's running our country is using it so much it's hard to not think that it's maybe as valid as it you would think you know like that's the re like that's part of it if he's tweeting about it then why can't you tweet back at our president and say yeah. well he must have that real facts or he must like why you know what i mean that's what starts so much I guess my positive spin on this and where I was going with this debate <laughs> is that I think it's great that people activate for things that they're a part of. Yeah. I want to know what makes everyone tick and what is their thing. If things really bother you because it hits home to you, I want to know about that. There's so many things that it's good to talk to other people and know about 
that are well educated on a subject. And I would advise everyone, go and talk to somebody if you see them post about something. Like even like friends or acquaintances on social media that you run into throughout the day be like, oh, I saw your post about this. Like, tell me more about it. Or like even bring it up in a casual way. Like, I want to know more about that. That's how the world is more progressive versus right versus saying you don't have your facts right you don't know this you don't know that like maybe if you sit down and have a well-adjusted conversation with them you'll learn about where they come from and what matters to them and I wanted to create this conversation because I've been reading stuff about Greta who has been creating a positive environment for the future in even the smallest way that she can. And she actually did something about it. And she has a great platform for it. And the people that are behind her, awesome. I think it's great. I think it's great to promote what she's doing and make it more aware. And the people that are beating her down, maybe in all circumstances, look at where people come from. Rock on with your bad self, Greta. (laughs) We love you, Greta. We love you, Greta. Deuces, Greta. (laughs) If you're listening, Greta. Hello from America. This is like... I know it's like weird to be like, oh, go check out this podcast. We're on our podcast. But I love watching Joe Rogan podcasts. Like, I think it's, I think, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot just like about debating and even just like talking to people with like different views just by watching Joe Rogan or listening to Joe Rogan podcasts. Podcasts are good for the brain. No, they are. But it's just like he will have people on from different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different cultures, different views. But he has a sit down, great conversation with them. And at the end of it, they leave knowing different sides of everything. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that's so important. That's why I like, listened to the, the one that I listened to, um, Armchair Expert, was, Dak yeah. Shepard. Yeah. Love that podcast. It's so informative. And he has experts on experts, which are people from different fields that are experts on things. And you're, you become so knowledgeable about important things that are going on in the world that I obviously wouldn't be concerned about yeah. if I didn't listen to. And they he cover so many topics. Yeah, he ever, like, I've, list, I've only listened to a couple of them because Lexi told me to. I mean, he is like, oh Lexi my Lexi forced it down my throat. He's amazing, but the people he, ha- he has on it, like, it's some people you've never even, maybe you've seen them in a movie, maybe, like, what you've heard right. their name, perhaps, but you'd never, um, like, you'd never imagine how much knowledge. Yeah, the diverse how, stories. How educated helps. they are and, like, so much about them. I, I listened to this one on my way to school when I was driving here in Which August. Which one? Basically, it was just so informative. I've learned so much about this guy that I've like maybe heard of a couple times, but he was so educated and had so much like good things to say. And I was, it was like, I don't even know how long it is, maybe 30, 40 minutes. And yeah. I was just mm-hmm. in and awe. And you learn about their culture too. So like East Asian culture is very different from here. And I don't think that you know, if you don't broaden your horizons, you would never know about it. And they yeah. present it in such an interesting way. I want to be more like them. We're going to figure out ways to incorporate culture in our podcast. But yeah. But anyway, Armchair Expert, Joe Rogan, there's so many good, so many like, there's so, yeah. podcasts are the coolest thing. I swear. Feed your they brain. Are. Listen Feed to a podcast. Feed your brain. She gets hungry. Okay. We hope to make one yeah, of your lists like of podcasts. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts, we hope, you know, to land on your radar of podcasts that you listen to daily or weekly. <laughs> um, and I hope we, you know, shed some light on some interesting topics today. And, you know, I Give us feedback. Yeah. The best way we can be more interesting 
is if it annoys you hearing other people's opinions sometimes people are really well orchestrated in their opinions but sometimes they're not so we tried to incorporate something new if you guys don't like it we're not gonna be offended or i won't be i don't care i won't i will be i'm just kidding (laughs) i won't but if you like it let us know if you don't you know that's cool it's all Let us know. about you. We just want to brighten your day in the best it's way possible. It's all so. about you. It's all about you, baby. Aaron singing continues. What a long, strange trip it's been. <gasps> what a long... <laughs> stop it. What a long, strange trip. Is that a Grateful Dead documentary? I think it is. Listen to it. Watch it. Love it. Live it. <laughs>